Welcome back to Have You Heard, the social media podcast brought to you by us at The Social Shepherd. I'm Jack, one of the co-founders here at The Social Shepherd, and I'm joined by... Zoe, I'm the other co-founder here at The Social Shepherd. Perfect. And today, Zoe, we do these pretty much every six months. Um, So some of you guys may have seen one of these before. Um, We like to do sort of a recap and then a forward projection on our goals as well. So I think what we want to do today is look back through the entirety of 2023 and then look ahead for our goals in 2024. There's lots. I swear 2023 was like 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) A lot happened. Like if I look back to even when we filmed like the one six months ago from now, that feels like years ago. We weren't even... In, in this here. office, no. We were in a hired mm. studio, basically, which is why the background's changed. The podcast room is here. I guess that's one of the things from 2023 that we could definitely recap on to start with is yeah. the new office. That was a big, big thing for us. We'd always been in serviced offices, um, which similar to like a WeWork style, but well, through variety of different roots the last office was like an old georgian house basically and we rented it from via offices who were someone that we'd become very friendly with from previous serviced offices that we'd used we just slowly took over the entire building and so we were basically in this like old georgian house with five different rooms in it the stairs were really steep and it was really cozy if that makes sense but this is definitely much more representative and i actually said to you two and a half years ago we saw this office uh, for lease Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's our dream office. We should go and view it. And you looked at the price of it and you were like, we're never going to get that office. Like we can't afford it. That's just silly. And then like scroll forward 12 months, you were like, okay, actually we've grown. We can afford it now. It would be a really good space for us in our growth buildings. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I manifested this office. It worked. Keep manifesting, <laughs> Zoe. It's doing well for you. I think that's, I guess, moving on to our sort of another point is, like you said, this office allowed for our growth. And that was the whole reason yeah. that we moved into here, you know. And it was, was quite like a risky thing to do as well. Because I think, I mean, as everyone knows, like there's a lot of businesses and particularly agencies that are really struggling at the minute. And a lot of agencies are doing the opposite of what we've done, but we've really kind that of downsizing said, yeah. gone full pelt data. And then like, you know, we really believe in our team skill set. We know that we can grow. So I think you have to back yourself. You do like a hundred percent. You just have to like, that's all it is about. Just moving forward, moving with motion progression. Otherwise, if you're not sort of moving forward, it's, you're kind of moving backwards in a way. And an agency always has to move forward because there is like a natural churn rate that goes through an agency. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to keep a client forever. And so as an agency, if you're not moving forward, you kind of are moving backwards basically. So you need to, but I will say moving into this office was a task and Kelly absolutely smashed it. But I remember we did like a big office opening party and the team and their friends and family came along to it. But that week that we moved in, it was like um, an adrenaline crash for myself, you and Kelly. And we were all just like, you were were miserable. (laughs) Kelly was like, oh my word, what's happened to Jack? Like the people's prince has has (laughs) had it. (laughs) <laughs> and it was but it was a lot and it was like people say like when you do like a really big thing that you've anticipated for a long time and you put loads of work into it and when it happens you're like oh what do I do now type thing yeah. um but yeah some, I guess some key stats about the space seven I think before we were in like 
1,600 square feet, mm-hmm. maybe 1,800 square feet, all the way through to what is now 7,600 yeah. square feet of office space. Still not enough meeting rooms, just to clarify. Yeah, that will- We're still fighting. That'll be those. another thing we do in the next update is we've added a meeting room. Um, but it's really, yeah, allowed us for that growth, which we've continued to do. Um, you know, we've had, I think the team has gone from a team of 40 to 63, if we're yep. just talking about the UK. Yeah. And we've got- as you know, plenty more space um, within the office to grow into, which is perfect. It's exactly what yeah. we wanted. Um, so that we've had like a, a rough sort of growth rate in team members of 45% year on <laughs> year. So, And how is that compared to revenue, I guess? So revenue was 50% year on year. So it makes a lot of sense. Like pretty, in line pretty with, well aligned, if yeah. that makes sense. But there have definitely been some efficiencies to service offering there, which you can see in that additional 5% on revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess also in terms of team, what else did we do in 2023? Well, we opened a New York office, which yeah. I think like, again, this time last year just wasn't even something that I think we said this time last year we wanted to open a London office which we still do but we had will do and we will do in in 2024 I hope I'm currently speaking to people in London exactly so um but we basically had the opportunity where we had a couple of clients come to us and be like basically we want you to work with our us entities but it would require you to have an office in new york we looked at it you know something that we had really wanted to do for a very long time but it felt very far in the future like we didn't want to force growth but like looking at the opportunity it was just like too good to say Mm -hmm. no to and you know we had a really solid client base we were able to tap into so yeah, I mean, I think it's like madness whenever I look back and I think if I told myself 12 months ago that we were going to own a US business yeah. and have employed people out there and have been, I hadn't even been to New York until like four <laughs> months ago or something ridiculous like that. Three or four times so yeah, I think there was a lot of travel that we did last year, which was actually really like fun. I mean, it was exhausting, but it was fun at the same time. So yeah, New York was a massive thing. I think that was probably my highlight of the year. Yeah. And we're already seeing my um thought was only like the benefit of having an office although mm-hmm. obviously small and only just started but we're speaking with brands over the next few months in conversations happening currently um quite a few in paid specifically that are coming to us for paid and wanting to expand from just being a uk-based brand but really enter that u.s market we have that ability to do so very nimbly with a paid team in the US and a paid team in the UK. And I think we're already seeing the sort of fruition and the benefit of having teams in both sides. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think as well, because we've got a team in the UK and we've got the team in the US now, you know, at the minute our hub is New York, we will expand that out to other states because it's the majority of people who We'll just understand life and business. New York is a very expensive state to run a business from and hire people from. But mm-hmm. it means that because we have multiple hubs, we've got two at the minute, we'll have more sort of spreading out. It means that we can be really strategic with the roles and where we service different bits of business from, which means yeah. that we can, in some areas, be more cost effective for clients. Because whilst it can be managed from here, it can be serviced from elsewhere, which has a cost implication. So overall like we're just really working towards being like a bit of a global hub but yeah new york new york was (laughs) fabulous yeah and also in 2023 onboarded 18 new clients as well um 
which I think felt like a really sort of nice place to be. Um, we could have absolutely onboarded more, but like you said, there was so much going on through the year. There were definitely moments throughout the year where we like, we need to hold off for oh, a yeah, bit. Yeah, we just turned off the tap for Turn, like five yeah. months of the year, literally, because we did it before we moved in. Just after we moved into this office, actually, we completely turned like off the tap. as well. Because yeah. there was just too much to get done. And then we had to do it throughout Q4 as well, end of Q3, like yeah. moving into Q4. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it felt really good. And, I, you know, we, we now have 55 clients within the business. I think we have eight brands that we're speaking to from a new business perspective at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year we had an 86% client retention rate, which yep. is really strong from an agency yeah. perspective. So yeah, I mean, super happy with where we're at and, you know, to only aids where we're yeah. going in the future. We won, obviously, best large oh, yeah, social we did. agency. Do you know what? When when, when we when that happened, obviously, we went to the awards ceremony and we were going on annual leave the next day, so it was it was a bit chaotic. But um, there's so much going on at that moment in time that, like, I cried when we won the awards <laughs> and it was like very emotional. But I don't think we really really took a moment to celebrate that properly because there was so much going on at that. I think I remember being very stressed back then. So I think, you know, when you like achieve something and then you're like, oh, if I told myself five years ago, I was going to achieve this, it would be like a pinch me, like I've made mm-hmm. it moment, but we just kind of like, the anticipation we kind of like slid over it, if that makes sense. Cause there was so much going on at the time. Yeah. But I'm super proud. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know like the journey to, achieve something is always the exciting part then once you achieve it you're like what's next (laughs) what's next yeah where are we going what what, what's the plan hopefully we can obviously retain it next year and we'll absolutely be going for it but always really tough competition especially in that um, particular award for best large social agency so what are some of your peak moments and some low low moments like well maybe not low but like what was some really memorable stuff i think one of the peaks is gonna have to be, well, the award is an obvious peak, mm-hmm. even though I don't think we really took it in at the time. But now looking back and I am so proud of it. And like the team have worked so hard to be able to achieve that. So I'm, I'm really proud. New York was a massive one. Like I said, we didn't even anticipate this time mm-hmm. last year that that was gonna be a conversation we were gonna be having. And it kind of all happened in the last six months of yeah. the year. It's just kind of snowballed basically. So the fact that we now own a US company is amazing. Um, And the team that we have out there, they're great. They're a really, really good bunch. So I'm really excited to see what happens We did a good job with bringing those guys on board. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, there there was so many peaks in the sense of I'm I'm just really proud of of the team and everything we've achieved and all the time we spent together. You know, we had a great baby Strat and a really great cowboy-themed birthday party. Shout out to Kelly. She (laughs) smashed that one. but yeah, I think that there's been a lot this year, but I will say, I think, I, I probably say this every year, but this year has pro- was probably one of the most stressful. Um, you say the same next year. I know, I know. But I think this year, because it was our fifth year in business, we'd we'd felt the scale of the business for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and our processes just weren't up to scratch for the size of the team that we had. And they're, they're still not quite there, although we're very much working on it, but we're trying to you know, be better at rolling out processes and giving the team time to really adapt to them and, and, and doing it properly. Um, but as a result of like our processes, not necessarily catching up with the speed of growth, yeah. um, that did 
come with a lot of growth pains, I would say. And it's all normal growth pains. Like it's, you know, the stresses that we have are privileged stresses to have. And I'm very, very mindful of that. But there was that. And then I guess, you know, naturally we had, we've only had people employed for three and a half years now, maximum. Um, So we naturally had people coming up to their tenure within an agency where people do start to leave and move on to other roles and stuff. And it's really sad, but it's normal. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think there's been a lot of change and a lot of change for the team to adapt to. So I think that's one thing that we're focused on this year is building up our resilience as a team to change. Because like we said, if you're not changing and evolving as an agency and moving forward, then you are moving backwards and it it is a a quick changing landscape. But yeah, my pits were just stress. But that's fine. What about you? (laughs) I was going to say, I think, well, some of them like for me, Obviously, that this this office was was massive, um, part of it, and from a peak perspective, um, and then I guess from a a pits perspective, some of it was probably like, well, as we mentioned, I'm sort of I've been leading on the growth side of it. We mm-hmm. have had times where we've had to pull the reins in, pause down, and then I go to a place where then I have to change my focus. But actually, I want my focus to be on the growth and bringing new exciting clients. But that's not always possible. And shouldn't always be the done thing. Um, there is it is important to have those down down times. So that obviously makes me upset from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to twenty twenty four, what where do you think we will be? I guess what are our goals? Obviously, we're a team size of sixty three in the UK, yeah. four in the US. Mm-hmm. I guess where where do you see it yeah. from a UK perspective and US, and then where does that land us in total? So I think, um, firstly, like whilst our focus is always still to grow the team, I think we're actually focused on, you know, our overall business growth is kind of, that's what's leading that, if if that makes sense. Because team size, I think, you know, it can kind of be a bit, sometimes entrepreneurs use it as like a bit of a vanity metric. Mm -hmm. Like I've got a team of 200 people and stuff. And it's like, okay, but are you actually making any money from that? If that makes sense. So I think from a team perspective, we're really focused on like hammering down our processes, refining our service offerings. So our aims for growth are to get to 75, 80 within the UK and then to grow the US entity up to 12 people. Mm-hmm. So a higher growth rate for the US team because it's a smaller team. Yep. And it, that's, you know, we're hoping to kind of do what we've done in five years in two and a half years in the US. Um, so we got to get going with that one. And then, yeah, growth of the UK team sort of up to 80 max, I would say. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. So, yeah, and I mean, we really, we've been really focusing now for, well, you and I in December and now through into January and we're having some teen sessions and it's starting to kick off, like just our processes really and making sure they're fully scalable, that everyone knows what they need to do and when there's less guesswork in it, which can make the team more efficient. Um, but yeah, we've just sort of been taking on board feedback from everyone across the business and understanding where they think we can be better mm-hmm. as a business. And I think it's really important that we listen to everyone. Definitely. So that's a that's a really big focus. And I'm hoping that realistically, you know, processes are always going to be ongoing, but we've brought in an automation expert to be able to help us. You know, we've invested in our internal team. So we should be in a much better place to make sure that we've got that supporting team mm-hmm. to the billable team. Yeah. 
um, and internal ops is, is really important for us. 100%. Other thing is we are investing in our tech stack for our clients and bringing on more research tools and insight driven tools so that we can just develop. Um, and that kind of goes in line with us developing our st strategy offering mm -hmm. and really building that out and, and making it a focus. Cause we, we want to kind of, you know, we do BAU so well, like we've got that down to a T, like if you want consistent, results across your organic and paid social and influencer as well like we've got that down to a t and we do amazing campaigns but i think we could shout better about them and we really want to be innovating within the space and shouting more about the innovation that we do and yep. so having those tools on board will be really helpful for the team and for our clients um london will happen this year mm -hmm. so help me be it it was supposed to happen last year but but new york had to kind of take a precedent um and yeah, I, th I think one one for me is just kind of like, I want us to, we are a little like social shepherd bubble and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like we don't really get involved in like. I think it's been a good thing I, sometimes. It has like, been a good thing, but I think we could do more in terms of like, you know, we do so much great work and things. And I, I think it'd be great to give the team some opportunities, like speak on panels a bit more and just be a little bit noisier within the industry. I mm -hmm. think we could do a better job of that. Definitely. It's one that you always want to do more of isn't it you like always seek to be better known within the industry um it's just making sure you take the right moments and and have focus rather than just like a scattergun approach and just be the loudest in the room is not always the greatest mm. it's having the you know the the strongest voice the most respected voice and you know identifying those moments when actually it's the right moment to yeah like be a part of those conversations i don't think like we're not really a business that's ever going to screech to be the loudest in yeah. the room like if we're going to speak we're going to speak about something that we're really well informed on and like i always say to people like i'd rather you get your point across and if you mm -hmm. if you can't get your point across in two sentences then you clearly haven't thought your point yeah. well enough through because we don't need to be fluffy we can be direct and we can be concise in the way that we communicate so if you had to round up 2024 and put together like three to five goals so i'm putting you on the spot here you are sort of <laughs> we didn't talk about this beforehand <laughs> like key key parts that you would look back in 12 months time when we have another conversation in this room and go this is what success looked like and okay. here's and here's what we achieved so we are doing an exercise on this is so boring no one listening to this is going to care but like making our utilization rates clear for the team so they know where their time should be spent depending on what level they're at um so having that project cleared and our process is much more ironed out and to have had that feedback from the team that us doing that exercise has made it much easier for them to to do their roles so that would be like a massive one to have to have that kind of done to have won some great new clients across the UK and the US um, and to have hit our growth goals basically. So that is to get up to 75 minimum, hopefully 80 in the UK. 90-ish across total. Yeah, 90 total and then, you know, 10 to 12 in the US. Um, to have delivered a minimum of two to three award-winning campaigns, like fully like, top industry campaigns that's really a massive goal just keep vibing yeah yeah keep social you got anything else to add in there i guess you know we could talk about like revenue goals and stuff like that but i don't know if that's 
It's boring or uninteresting to people. Well, I mean, revenue is up 50% year on year. Yeah. No. I think it will do similar. Yeah. Um, that's hard to maintain if it was just the UK, but I think... Because we've got the US. With the yeah. US as well, you know, one piece of new business, it, you know, it's easier when you've got two locations mm-hmm. ultimately to get more new clients onboarded. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just is. Um, so I do think we can probably... I would like to see us to hit sort of 50% growth mm-hmm. in revenue. And obviously that sort of falls in line with team growth, yep. profitability, all those other good things that sort of come along with that. And then being able to, you know, grow um, further than that, hopefully in 2025, but that's over a year away. So I won't talk Ooh, too much and about. the strategy team. Yeah. Big goal for this year. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Zoe, for joining me today. And thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening and we'll see you very, very soon.